Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet and smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Fat Guys with Smokers. I'm Mike here with John. In the pit. In the pit, which is a name we came up with. Walking down the stairs. Like 15 (laughs) seconds ago. (laughs) Much like the name of this show. Yeah. We love uh, it. Yeah. The pit. Yeah. Cool meaning. I feel like we need a little, like, smoker back here. Puffing up smoke. Oh, that would actually be pretty Dude, we should put a drum back there. Seriously. We could just have delicious things. Maybe not in your basement, but we could put, like, a fog machine or something. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, I think... Haley might draw the line there. That's fair. She's incredibly understanding. <laughs> that might. Incredibly supportive. I think me lighting a fire in her basement might be the uh, that might be the straw. That's fair. That's fair. I think. <laughs> I, I don't think that's unreasonable. Haley. I I don't either. <laughs> but it is good to be back. We we're just saying we haven't been together for it seems like forever. I mean, we had the. Texas Zoom call that was so awkward. Yep. Probably some of our best content, but it was just so awkward. I hate Zoom. I had a hard time even listening to it back because it was just, we were trying not to talk over each other. It felt very unnatural, so. I know. It it was brutal. I don't know how, I don't know how I do it all day at work. Yeah. But I am grateful to be here in the flesh, face to face. Ditto. Back in the pit. Heck yeah. It is December. It's December. Do you guys have the elf on the shelf? No. Don't ever get the elf no, on the shelf. No, we, uh, <coughs> there are a couple of elves that come and visit the, like, the Saturday, I think, after Thanksgiving. Oh, cool. They bring Christmas jammies for everybody, and then they spend the month with the boys, making sure they stay on the up and up, and, uh, report back to santa if we have any bad behavior mm. so but they don't hide in your house or anything nope they uh sleep with them and it's mm. great and then uh then they go back to the north pole dude that's how ours is named snowballs i well i named him snowballs everybody else calls him snowball but mm. he comes the first of december and he usually brings jammies too and then just terrorizes my house for 25 days so freaking snowballs i don't know how he got our address but if i ever figure out who gave it to him there's gonna be words strong strong words um yeah what else i don't even know man uh, we were just talking like trying to get caught up there's a couple of big life events that we will talk more about next week fun exciting stuff Super cool, way. but on the down low right now. So, um, yeah, we're getting caught up about that. It really has been like three weeks since we've sat down and had any time to t- to chat. For real. But you uh, <clears throat> you were back in St. George. Was. Saw your friends at Pico Rica. Mm-hmm. 
We did. What'd you have? Uh, let's see. I let Damon choose because we were down there for his football trip, and he really, really wanted to go. And did they win? They won, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they won the championship, which was really cool. Yeah, kind of a upset, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't think we were going to do very well at all, and we beat a lot of teams that had never lost. So, really fun. Shout out to to the Ridgeline Hawks. Any Makes given, me sad to say that, but any given Sunday or tournament Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Anyways, they got you. Anyway, Damon really wanted to go to Pico Rico. We went uh, this spring when we were down in St. George. I feel like I've been in St. George more in the last year than I have like my entire life, um, because that is true. But we did go, and he really wanted to go again. So we got a beef rib because they had beef ribs like a dino rib, uh-huh. which man, I mean. You paid for it, but it was pretty good. And then we just got some pulled pork. And I didn't know this at the time. I thought that I just had, um, like, a bad cold. I couldn't taste anything. Oh, no. Yeah, I was pissed. I was like, man, I'm congested. So I had a little hot sauce. You had the vid. I had the vid. Hard. So, which. um, Anyway, so I couldn't taste anything, but. Can you taste stuff now? Yeah. Is it back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's fine. I mean, a couple days after that, after I had sold my kidney to Pico Rica to get some food, (laughs) you know, it was back. But anyway, uh, he loved it. We took some pictures. I'll post them on Instagram. I was going to, and then I forgot. So I'll post them. He's got a big smile on his face. He loves it there. So No, that's fantastic. So. No, that's great. Yeah. I would. So I was in... I was in Dallas. We talked about that. Actually, I was all over Texas, but I hit two different Terry Blacks. Mm-hmm. I hit the one in, in Dallas, and I hit the one in Austin. Um, and the one in Dallas, I had a beef rib there, and it was, yeah, a fortune. But, um, yeah, it made me rethink what I charge when I do catering. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to rethink this a little bit. <laughs> For reals, man. But, uh, yeah, one of the best beef ribs I've ever had. And then I think I – did I tell you about the banana pudding? You showed me a picture. I don't know that you told me about it, but anyways, yeah, I uh, we had we had banana pudding at Terry Black's, and then we went to a place called Tupelo Honey that night, and they had fr- like some of the best fried chicken I've ever had in my life. Hmm. But they had um, they had banana pudding that was like we ordered a couple of them to share at the table, mm-hmm. and then we ordered another one. Like, it was so good. Oh, wow. So, and the recipe was on the website. Like, oh, this really? was a pretty, like, this was a glitz and glam. It's a, uh, it was at the, pl- the complex is called The Star. It's right by the Dallas Cowboys practice facility. Okay. Um, so, like, it was a pretty glitzy place, but they had the banana pudding recipe on the w- website. So, oh, wow. we're going to give that a whirl this you weekend. Try it? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think Sunday. Nice. So, that's exciting. I expect a sample. If it turns out. Um, I forgot where yeah. the mute button was. Hey, you found still, it. You did it. Still trying to kick that cough, but I know it's, I don't think I'm contagious. So Man, it just seems like everyone's had the crud. I had like a sinus thing. Um, we'll do a shout out here in a second, but I'm going to put in a plug for the nasal navage machine. Oh, I've heard, uh, I've heard it on the radio. Yeah. So it, it's $100, and you feel like you're selling a kidney when you buy it because you can buy, like, the little squeeze bottle thing for, 
you know, 10 bucks at Walmart, Mm -hmm. get the machine. Really? It is a game changer. Hmm. Um, Yeah. It like shoots water up one nostril and it comes out the other and you have to do the whole like thing while it does it or is it just no i yeah i've done it so much i don't even think about it anymore but yeah you kind of have to like open up your like almost like pop your ears a little bit Mm -hmm. or like pressurize them yeah and then it just like it builds up pressure and then it shoots everything out and Mm. sounds really nice dude (laughs) ridiculous the it, things that you get excited about at this yeah, point as, in our life. As you get older, I know. I had, I had my uh, had my annual physical this week, and <laughs> we're sitting there talking with with my doc about a couple of things, and I'm like, I never thought I'd like be looking forward to having a conversation about my health this way. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is this is not normal. He's like. Yeah, it's called middle age, John. Welcome. <laughs> That's just how it is. Thanks for nothing, Bruce. <laughs> but shout out to Bruce. Thanks for all you do. Um so you've got a shout out. I do, yeah. So I was I've been kind of thinking I want to do something a little bit different for um the holidays this year. Like I've done the pulled pork, I've done the pork loin, done the turkey. Uh love all of it, but I just kind of looking for something new and different. And came across this guy, he just like came through on my social media feed. Uh, his name is Pig and Rooster Barbecue. We can't find a ton of information on like name and stuff, but we do know he's from Brisbane, Australia. Um, Which that alone is kind of cool. Right. That's kind of what I thought. Like Rocking American barbecue down under. Putting another shrimp on, on the, the body. Um, so yeah, his... His handle says home cooked American barbecue based uh, south of Brisbane. So he's just got some really good stuff. Um, and it's it's interesting. Like it, it is American, but he'll, I don't know, this is dumb, but he'll say like you have this many kilograms of meat and stuff. Like just kind of a different perspective of things yeah. and, and the spices he uses are a little bit different. So Do you think the smoke swirls the other direction down there? It has to, right? That's sure. the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, these are the jokes, folks. If you don't like them, like and subscribe, and then fast forward to the end. Anybody that's made it this far, they're into it. All right, right? that's what I'm saying. Speaking of which, uh, what do you call a hippo with one leg? I got nothing. A hoppo. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Oh. We'll be here all week, yeah. folks. But um, we need a little. There it is. Oh, and they love us. They love us. Gotta love the clap track. Anyway, uh, speaking of the holidays, John, we kind of thought we'd talk a little bit about holiday meals and some of our plans, right? Yeah, I mean, we're just coming off the Super Bowl of cooking holidays, but uh, the Pro Bowl is here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl. Christmas has got to be better than the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl is garbage. I know, but it's kind of exciting. It's an excuse to go to Hawaii. That's fair. Um, and there's a good. There are two good holidays to have good meals. Um, Christmas, New Year's. I think most people do one or the other, not mm-hmm. both. Right. So we do Christmas Eve. 
with my family every year, um, have a big meal. What do you guys do anything? We're still trying to figure it out. We went to my wife's aunt's for years and years, and then everybody's families just got so big mm. that we just didn't fit. So we're still trying to kind of figure out the best thing. So we're we're we are pending traditions right now. So we'll see. Support that. Yeah, we'll but, see how it goes. Yeah. So we've got a real like traditional. We do a prime rib. Well, we rarely do a prime rib. We do a rib roast that we cook whole. Um, nice. So the only thing that makes a prime rib a prime rib is that it's a prime grade standing rib roast. Have you had a prime one? And can you tell the difference pretty easily? Uh, yeah, I feel like you can. Really? Um, and I don't know that it's pretty easily. Like, I don't think most people are going to be able to tell the difference. And if you cook a choice roast well, not cook it. Let me use different words. Someone's going to like come unglued that I just said, cook it well, because mm. we don't want it well done. Mm-mm. We want it prepared appropriately. Nice. And with a correct technique. I think you can get a really tender, awesome rib roast from a choice cut and not have to spend a ton of money nice. on a, uh, on a prime cut of beef because it's, they're great and they're delicious. And if you can afford it, by all means, get the. Get the prime, get the Wagyu, get the dry aged and do it. And it'll be delicious and fantastic. Um, I'm not real hip on spending $25 a pound. Yeah. So this is, this is a cheat code I have not unlocked because I just have a hard time committing to the price tag on a rib roast. Yeah. So if you watch the deals um, here in Utah, um, Smith's Kroger mm-hmm. will typically put choice r- whole rib roasts in a bag on sale for like five or six bucks a pound. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's way better than I thought it would be. Yeah, which is great. And even if you're not going to do a prime rib, like buy it. And then we trim them and carve them into, we'll normally take a a roast or two, like a two or three bone roast. Uh-huh. Then we cut the rest into steaks. Yeah. And it's now you've got ribeyes that are, you know, five or six bucks a pound instead of 14 or 16 bucks a pound. Right. Huh. So, um, yeah, we typically do at least one each, my dad and I. Um, I've, I have trimmed as many as five in a year, like in a, for the year. And, we just vacuum pack them and freeze them, and it's awesome to have in the fridge. So give a give a ballpark. How big are we talking a rib roast? Um, I'm trying to think now. Uh, anywhere from 16 to 25 pounds. Okay. I mean, think of the like the length of a brisket. Mm-hmm. That it's about that same length, but it's it's a like it's ribeyes all still stuck together. Right. So when you cook prime rib, do you cook mm-hmm. the whole thing or do you cut it in half? You do can half prime rib and the rest steaks. Yeah. So you can do the whole thing. The, the hard part is, is cooking that big of a piece of meat is getting the middle to a medium rare without the ends Turn into turning it. into leather. Yeah. So we will typically cut them. 
Um, and I don't mind doing like a, f- a four bone is typically the biggest I want to do. Um, and I don't remember there's, I'm trying to like think through my head when I've cut these apart. I think there's eight or nine bones normally. Okay. Um, on a whole rib. And so we'll cut like a, a small two bone, which is, you know, great for a meal, no leftovers. Um, and then we'll cut a three or a four bone for a big meal with the whole family. And then you get a couple of steaks after that. Right on. Um, there's, there is a lot of trimming that you've got to do. Got to cut the fat cap off. You can, um, and you can trim it a bunch of different ways for the whole rib roast. Like that's what you want. You can take the bone off. You can leave the bone on. I tend to leave the bone on. Um, just for presentation. Yeah. And I just, I, I like the flavor it gives and how it cooks into, Oh, interesting. Cooks into the meat. Um, it also, I think acts as a nice heat shield. Okay. Um, having the bone there. It's totally my opinion. Um, lots of places you'll go, they'll cut the bone off so you can season the whole thing mm-hmm. and then they'll tie the boat, the bone back on, or they'll just get rid of the bone. Okay. But there's a lot of fat that you can pull off of it that renders down really well into tallow, which is great for just cooking steaks in general and like basting on or, mm-hmm. um, really using any place that you would use fat in any other recipe. Um, and then with the steaks, you can, man, there's a myriad of things you can do. You can leave them as the whole thing. You can, um, you can pull the ribeye cap off. You can go bone in. You can, you know, almost do like, I guess really more of like a cowboy cut than it is a, uh, a tomahawk, but you can leave the, you know, big old bone on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like thick steaks. Like yeah. I like cooking my steaks when my steaks when they're at least an inch and a half or two inches thick. Um, so you you've got a lot more control over how thick your your cuts are when you do it yourself. Nice. But um, we typically season Traeger's prime rib rub is awesome. It's got a little bit more sugar in it than a lot of the other rubs that we've used. So. That's one that we like. Um, also, just holy cow, right? Yeah. Like that's a that's the go-to beef rub. Holy cow on beef is really good. Yeah, like, phenomenal. But then to to cook it, just it goes out on the goes out on the smoker, seasoned up um, until the the center hits a hits whatever temperature you want it to. We, I typically take it to about one twenty-five. And then I sear the outside, either with a blowtorch or oh. on a, on the gas grill. Okay. Get it just screaming hot, and there's so much fat on it, you know, dripping down in. Like, you really oftentimes end up with a giant inferno that you're kind of having to fight the flame on. But it's a good way to kind of finish it off, then let it sit and rest for 15, 20 minutes. Let everything redistribute. It should finish right around 130, 135. Okay. So we're talking how long it cooked? Three, four hours? Obviously, it depends on how many bones. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but anywhere from an hour and a half to three hours, okay, depending on how big you go. Right on. So I, a lot different than a brisket. Then you're not rendering; yeah. it's not as fatty. Well, yeah, yeah, that, and you're you're only going to one twenty-five. You're not going right. all the way up into the stall and mm-hmm. and through. So that's a uh, rib roast is probably one of my favorite meals in the world. So it's on my bucket list. One day I want to try it, but yeah, do that with get some aju, real hot horseradish. The hotter, the better. Hmm. Um, you just I mean, buy it out of a bottle. You can. Um, I've tried to make it a couple of times, and it's like, it's a whole science, and like, it oxidizes. So the longer it's out in the air, the hotter it gets. And really, yeah, horseradish is weird, man. I did not know that. It's uh, it's from the same family as wasabi. Okay. So it's a root that you like grind down into a paste. That I love horseradish. Yeah. And like, I want to like eat it and like be able to feel the heat on the back of my eyeballs from it. Mm. Um, but do that with a couple of different things that we've done. I'm a big fan of mashed potatoes with it. Um, I've also done a Leonese like stacked sweet potato Oh, that I'm a pretty big fan of with a lot of heavy cream in there. And then, uh, one of two different directions. You can either stay with the heavy cream and sweet and do like a cream corn. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I'm also, you know, it's a huge fan of Brussels sprouts and yeah. asparagus or broccoli, broccolini, if you want to get fancy. Sure. Um, just kind of like a bitter green to offset everything. Nice. Dude. Sounds awesome. I'm going to try that before I die. Uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. But Oh, yeah, man. No, it's well, on my to-do list for sure. We'll get you going this year. Nice. Assuming nice. Kroger comes through for us. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot me a text when you find out because I yeah. never shop at Kroger. I should. I, I've heard they've got great deals. I just never go there. I check their their ad changes on Tuesday. Actually, I need to look. I didn't look yesterday. Hmm. Um, their new ads come out on Tuesday and they run Wednesday to Wednesday. Okay. And then it's... Uh, all I do is look at the meat there. That's really all we shop there. We're uh, we are dedicated Walmart grocery pickup people. That's where we're at too. It's hard to beat, man. It's hard to beat. It, it's so convenient. And we uh, I actually had to go into a Walmart the other day. It was the first time I'd been in one in like three months. <laughs> it was a fortune, man. Like walking yeah. up and down oh, the dude. aisles and yeah, grocery pickup has saved. Saved us probably hundreds of dollars for not just walking in and yeah. impulse buying the Christmas trees and the little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. Dude. Oh, man, I got a stack of them upstairs. I heard yesterday, I was listening to Malcolm Reed's podcast. Do not tell me that they're like full of carcinogens, I'm going to die. Oh, no. or Okay. I don't care about that crap. I'm sure Good. it's true. But they smash them up and mix them with cream cheese and make yeah! it. Yeah. Dude. I got to try it. Like, it looks phenomenal. I know. I was thinking about it. Smoke some cream cheese up. Oh, smoked cream cheese. Yeah, bro. That's another level. Hmm. All right. Well. I know what we're doing this weekend. Absolutely. You need to come over on Sunday to see what I did anyway. So. All right. It's happening. It's officially happening. I got my phone out. I was going to look something up while you were talking. Oh. Oh. That's... Do you want me to stall? No, you're good. I, I was going to check the croaker. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, we are nothing if not authentic. 
<laughs> well, let me tell you about my idea. All right. I know, I'm excited about this. Yeah. See, I like I said, I was trying to come up with something new, and this I wasn't even searching for anything. And uh, our uh, our Australian friend, Pig Ro- Pig and Rooster Barbecue. Want to make sure I say his name right as I'm shouting him out. <clears throat> came across a, a video of his where he made pulled ham, which I have never heard of. But I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be. I'm really excited about it. I like ham. I don't hate ham at all. Uh, but I've always kind of felt like it's just a huge chunk of meat. You can put some seasoning on the outside. We've talked about getting a glaze kind of in between the the cracks on a spiral cut to try to get a little bit of flavor. Um, but I just feel like there's it could use a little more flavor. But it's also super salty, so you don't want to overdo it. Yeah. You know? Can I also... It's such a pain in the butt to carve. Yeah. Like, I know it's... Like, there's the shank, and you ought to be able to see it. Like, I... I think a ham is one of the hardest meats to carve and have it look nice. Yeah. I agree. Agreed. So, anyway, I'm pretty excited about this. You, uh... I've watched... So far, apparently this is a big thing. I've watched a lot of videos on it recently. Um, but you basically start it off like a pork butt. So you, okay. you cross cut it, score it. And this is with a cured whole ham. Yes. Not spiral cut. Not spiral cut. Yeah. But just a, a ham or a ham shank, I guess. I don't know. Oh. Um, but not spiral cut. So they, you score it and then you treat it like you would a pork butt. You can put a binder on it. I saw a lot of people using hot sauce or mustard, mm-hmm. which honestly, ham and mustard doesn't freak me out. I'm, I know you can't taste it, but I'm like, oh, yeah, mustard for sure. Um, and then season it up with favorite barbecue rubs. Um, and then you smoke it. And then after several hours when it's got a pretty decent bark on it, I've seen a lot of different things, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take it and put it in a foil pan. A lot of people use beer mm-hmm. or some kind of a braising liquid. I saw a lot of apple juice, uh, things like that. I'd like to kind of try pineapple juice and just see how okay. it goes. Um, it certainly helped the pork break down. That's what I'm thinking. Hey, so. can, can we take a moment to everyone learn the lesson that stupid John forgot? It's been like four years since I've done this. but okay. Tell us, John. On the bottom of spiral cut and non-spiral cut hams, there's a plastic plate that they put over they put over the exposed end of the bone because that exposed end of the bone can be sharp. It can poke through that fancy foil wrapper that they put around your ham. Make sure you pull that off before you put it on your smoker and let it sit there for hours. Oh, did that ruin the whole thing? No, like... It, it's the joy of going low and slow, right? Yeah. Like it, it was only 225 degrees. Like it wasn't really like make it drippy and melty and, but it was incredibly pliable and I like pulled it off. I was like, what the, oh, so bummer. anyways, remember to pull the, the plastic plate off of the bottom of the, the ham. Duly noted. That's hilarious. That is something I would totally do. Like just. You get thinking about everything else and that just... Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah. I'm just glad it was like ham. It was on a smoker. It was low and slow. And it wasn't like walk out there and like, why is there black smoke coming <laughs> yeah. out of the... Plastic Oh, fire. nice. <laughs> Melted plastic fumes all over the dinner I'm serving to my mother-in-law. Delicious. That's funny. 
Uh, anyway, braising liquid. I'm thinking pineapple juice. Uh, I saw today I was in the lunchroom and the lunch ladies, they try to just put some stuff. They're trying to, oh, excuse me, get rid of a lot of stuff. And they mixed pineapple and mandarin oranges together just in a cup. It made me think, I wonder if you could like make some kind of a glaze that was like an orange pineapple glaze and it would be any good. Oh, you totally can. Yeah. Um, Kendrick barbecue. Okay. Does a pineapple apricot. Oh, um, it uses, um, uh, what's it called? Pineapple tidbits. Okay. And apricot marmalade. Oh, okay. For a glaze. That sounds good. I'll look. I am 95% sure it's Kendrick. I support it. Let me check. (coughs) Anyway, braising liquid, wrap it in foil. Uh, and I think that's the key. I don't think you can just leave it on there like a pork butt. I feel like it would, I don't know. Maybe it's just in my head, but I just think of how salty ham is. I think it would dry out and be kind of disgusting. But if you keep it moist with a lot of moist, moist, with a lot moist. of braisingless liquid in there, wrap it in foil and just kind of let it, um, you know, break down in its own delicious juices. Um, and then you pull it. You just pull it like you would a pork butt. Um, it pulls a little differently. Obviously, it maybe not as much fat in there, so it might not break apart quite as easily. Um, but it just looks like pulled pork. It's just ham. Um, and so I've seen a lot of people do different things with it. Most of what I've seen is people have just used it and put it on like sliders or you know some kind of a ham sandwich. Uh, that's what that's kind of the direction I'm leaning. But I'm still kind of looking it up. No, but. I've. I think that'd be delicious, and even, I'm even thinking, like, uh, on a salad. Oh, yeah. A little shredded ham on a salad. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're going to eat a salad, you might as well cover it in smoked meat anyways, 100%. right? 100%. Yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. It's a different way. I hate chewy ham. Have you ever had, like, I just, like, school lunch ham? That's like half an inch thick and it just tastes chewy. It's like been squeezed out into a, I don't know, mm-hmm. it's almost like a hot dog, but giant. Um, so I, I think the texture would be good. I like the idea of like mixing some different flavors in with it after you pull it, you know, kind of like we do sometimes with pulled pork, put a little sauce in there or even some extra rub. I like the idea of mixing some extra flavors in with the ham uh, as it's shredded. So, nice. it uh, it was Benji. Nice. So I, I just saved the video on the account, so you can check that out. Sweet, I will. But no, I think it sounds good. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about it. It's different, and you know, it's different in, like, I love I love our rib roast tradition. Like, it's a big fancy meal. Like, it's very like picturesque. But I gotta be honest, like. I am more and more into the simple meal. Yeah. Like our Sunday meals, it used to be the day that I was like, oh, yeah, I get to cook and I get to do this. And, man, we do, you know, four sides and we do, like, nope, not anymore. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, Well, you've got time for it, but I'd rather spend that time, you know, throwing a 
throwing a dummy for my dog or, mm-hmm. you know, watching a show with my kids, you know, building Legos or something. It, uh, yeah. So doing a nice simple meal, having sandwiches and, mm-hmm. and I'm a, I'm a huge fan of sandwiches. Yeah. Dude. Big fan. Yeah. Which mm. I think it's been about a year since I smoked that, uh, smoked that bologna. Mm. may have to go back and do another round of that. Oh, that was good. I forgot about that. That was a great oh. day. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Pause while <laughs> <we> reminisce. <laughs> you see the drool falling out no, of our no, mouths no, if you're no, watching no, on YouTube. No. Hmm. Nope. We uh, we cleaned up the memory card. We don't need to do any. <laughs> Please wait. <laughs> Searching for signal. That was awesome. That was fun. <clears throat> but. Well, cool. Well, I'm uh, I'm yeah. excited for the holidays. I'm uh, for sure. Just excited to like kind of kick back and enjoy some time with family, taking a little bit of time off of work, and you obviously get time off of work. I do, man, and that's the only thing keeping me going right now. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever hung out with a lot of kids during December, but I've heard it. Elementary schools are way worse, but oh, even I the high school kids, I can't imagine excited man. and I can't imagine you know, all. That many elementary school kids. Oh, dude, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So, Well, I think we reached that point, Mike. I think so. They're playing our song. So, You mean this song? Until next time, I'm John. I'm Mike. Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of bad guys with smokers. Don't forget to like, subscribe.